Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, The Power of Water and Water Life Science. I'm Sharon Kleina. I had the show for 13 years, and I always say at the beginning of the show to remind everybody why. I wanted to focus on dedication to you, your health, and all over the world, not just in the United States. I'm coming from Grants Pass, Oregon with my show all these years, but I decided I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, and my dedication for over 40 years of study now has been studying the behavior of organs of the body, and water evaporation of water loss from birth of the body. Living with the water vapor of the atmosphere's energy that it gives and how we're living with that. And all your organs inside that body behind that skin. And now we'll say behind those eyes too. What happens is it hasn't been good enough education as far as I'm concerned worldwide. And it's worldwide. Now, whenever I do research, I'm always there why I see something that somebody else have not noticed or needs to be improved. Why am I noticing something? And I'll be fair always. Well, I found... Everybody was taking it for granted in the medical field, in the research field, the insurance companies too. You know all this stuff. It's out there all the time, all this information about health, your individual health requirements. And I noticed the way they were talking about it and describing it and the descriptions of the words they used were not quite as understandable for common sense as I don't care if you're a Nobel winner, you're a Pulitzer Prize winner, I don't care who you are out there, anyone, we all communicate different. We don't always pick up what was just said, what we just read. We have our motions to get in the way. We have our moment as we're reading it or, th- or studying it get in the way. It's, it's the distraction of where you're coming from, your lifestyle around you, your choices, are a distraction. Health education, as we're all finding now, has not been good. So we're starting in to learn about this. We have a pandemic worldwide. Sadly, sadly, all that is happening with lack of education is what's causing a lot of our problems all the way to the spot it began, lack of education. 
not using common sense. Thinking about others at all times and what is healthy for all on this earth to live. My job, my research, my investment in this by millions of dollars has been, and my team of people with me has been to get it well-educated all these years. The organ of the skin is 70 to 80% water. The complexion of the face and birth gets full of toxin because it's pushing against the world. It's thin. You've got a nose, you've got a mouth, you've got eyes, you've got ears. It's a thin skin. And it's, it's toxin. You need to wash and rinse that skin with a wash rag twice a day, morning and night, to be able to detoxify the complexion. Get that toxin out of there, that bacteria. As you're doing that, the hands will also detoxify. And as you're using your sanitizing soaps, your sanitizers, you'll begin to protect those hands from the possibility of contamination. I said the possibility. Now the eyes. They're the, the skin are vital. They've always been vital. Because the surface of the eye is 99% water. When the eyelid opens, it evaporates and causes a dry eye. Dry eye causes an immunity weakness. Yes. Dry skin, dry eye is a problem for immunity protection because of the, it has to be kept moist. It's vital. Now, earth. Earth began with water. W-A-T-E-R, how vital it is. It created all that is seen and unseen. It even created time to be for eternity as long as there's water. Water on the earth for the earth to survive. The earth needs to survive with water. If it doesn't have the water, it's not going to survive. All life came to earth with the water. Now, what is the water's performance? It's an organism. It's alive. You're made up of 70 to 80% water with those organs in your body. Each organ has a percentage of water. And those organs from birth begin to evaporate. No two eyes alike. No two fingerprints alike. No two skins alike. And more. We're all different. We're all unique. That unique. Living with the water vapor of the atmosphere as our supplier. Without that water vapor in the atmosphere that is healthy, we have problems with our health individually. Everybody is different. 
we find that the lack of health education worldwide right now is our challenge. I started what's called the Global Health Olympics for individuals in the past few months to start thinking worldwide to be on a team. If everybody practices what they need to do and learn immunity strength per person, immunity protection for yourself and make it a priority because that's what Earth is doing with the water. It immunes itself as long as it's adequate for the nature of the Earth. We have to do that through drinking a lot of water. And we're going to have a guest on it today again with Kevin Kearns who has an unbelievable method of training people for their conditioning, their health. He calls it burn with Kern. But I find it, the name, to be something else. Protect your life with Kern. I've gotten to know Kevin Kern. And he's dedicated to people's lives while they're training. He trains them to think and how they're educated about their training. We all need to do that, and we don't need to do it just in the gym. We need to do it at home, too. Practice it, and you'll all get back to work again. Every company should have a class for their employees before they go to work to save their lives and anybody else's to help help it. It'll help. And then every once in a while have another class for brush up, for education. It's vital. It can work. And then all of a sudden our generations become educated about what I call good old fashioned manners. I want to have somebody who's an expert in etiquette and manners on the show. And the reason I decided to do that That's good old-fashioned courtesy to another human life and how we train ourselves for our health and how we live with others, too, to assist them. So that's what the dedication to the show has been. For 13 years, we've been bringing scientists, scholars, authorities in to teach us. Today, we're going to have a young student who's been in training with Kevin Kearns for her physical needs, for training to be a top skier in the country and go to the big picture, probably at the Olympics, U.S. Nationals or more, whatever. That is so important that the youth of the world learn how to share with each other their health and courtesy to being healthier and help each other. First, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. The organ of the eye you found out in the past few weeks is the carrier of immunity weaknesses for for the virus to possibly be a contaminator. Individual, it's the eye. 
and your fingertips, your hands, the skin, don't help it. But it's the eye. But the surface of the eye is 99% water. And uh, water, as I taught you, is our immunity protection for the earth, immunity strengthening for the whole earth. We can't forget that. It's a trigger, like a lightning rod. We're going to listen. It's a, it's a humidity effect to supplement the organ of the eye with an all-natural tissue culture-grade water that is naturally pH-balanced, not concocted for the organ of the eye and protective of the skin. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Oh, and it can be bought on Amazon. We have many places, but Amazon is one. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Kevin Kearns who's going to introduce us to his guest today. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Kevin, are you with us? Yes. Wonderful. And you've got a special guest today. I'm really excited about it. Thank you so much for introducing us to Diane Healy. And I hope I pronounced that correctly. Diane, are you with it, Diane? Yes, hi. Diana, are you yeah, with it? No. Yes, I am. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice to have you. I want to thank Kevin for inviting you. Um, would you, Kevin? Would you introduce her to the audience and what you what you do with her and your background with how you met and how you two got together and what you do with your training? Sure. Sure. Uh, I mean, Diana is on, on her own 
now, but she's been getting ready for competitive skiing. How many years has it been now, Diana? Well, I mean, I've been skiing since I could practically okay. walk, but I've been racing for about yeah. four or five years now. Yes. So Diana and I got together because of her father, because I was training her father and her mother somewhat, almost probably eight or nine years ago. And then I started working with her and her sister, Sophia, with more on the lines of self-defense training. And then when Diana started getting into competitive skiing, um, her father decided to hire me to get her ready for the rigors of ski school, <laughs> in a sense. Whatever they call it. Smart father. Smart father. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Bill Haley is a very smart guy. Very smart guy. Yeah. Very smart. But uh, Diana and I worked together for some time to get her ready before she. You went and ended up going out to wasn't it Colorado? Was it Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. No, I am. I ended up going out to CU Boulder, which uh, I absolutely love. Exactly. Now, why don't you tell them what CU Boulder is? So yeah, um, Colorado University in Boulder. It's uh, one of the bigger schools out in Colorado, and I'm there studying business, but I'm also there on their um, USCSA ski team, so it's like, it's it's a version of their, like, uh, racing program, and it is probably one of the most active campuses I've ever seen. I, I did a few campus tours here on the east, and I loved it, but as soon as I went out there, of course, I was drawn to the big mountains and the skiing and just everything and how outdoors the campus was and how everyone had kind of the same lifestyle that I wanted to live of just being outdoors and appreciating like everything that we had around us. And it, it, it's absolutely amazing, not to mention gorgeous. And exactly. Diane, how old are, Diana, how old are you? Um, I'm 19. So I, um, I just finished my 19. freshman year, but I ended up actually taking a gap year. So I'm a little older for my grade. Okay. Oh, okay. And you got a lot of and scopes in Colorado. Yes, there's a lot of ski slopes, and the, I think uh, in a matter of before ski season was uh, uh, ended shortly due to Corona, we had five or six weeks of traveling, and we went to seven different mountains. Not to mention the mountain that we trained at at home, so eight different mountains, and they were all within four wow. or five hours away, except for one, which was probably oh an eight-hour drive. Oh my God, yeah. Kevin! <laughs> exactly. And yeah. in competitive I had no skiing, idea competitive he had that many there. Is, exactly. Competitive skiing is quite trying, isn't it, Diana? <laughs> it's quite it tough. Is. <laughs> it is. It is. You know what? It's one of those sports where, in one sense, it is an individual sport. When it is time for your run to to take your run, it's just you and what you know how to do. But. It, it really is a team sport in the sense where we travel together, we support each other, we all work out together. It, it's, a, it's a really interesting sport, and I, I love it. It's taking me to many cool places and giving me so many opportunities, so it's, it's awesome. I can well, imagine, it, Kevin, what she has to learn to do with her physical conditioning and mental conditioning. Tell us what she's been doing for that to do what she just said. It's a challenge. Sure. Sure. Well, there's a variety. It's like it's like any athlete. Diane is like any other athlete that I've worked with that is competitive. You have to do their they have to do their own strength conditioning on you know off the slopes. You know to be basically to be ready for the the competitive side of the slopes. So right, that would encompass that would encompass three days of a week of circuit training and we did we did things a little differently and it's funny that you brought up 
the immunity defense response. That's what everybody needs, the immunity defense, given what we got going on right now, the COVID-19 thing. It's all about, you know, building up our immunity. Exercise in general builds up your immunity, but some, some of the stuff we did in specific has been known, has been documented to actually boost the, the lymphatic system, which is basically, basically a giant filter for the body, filters out the toxins. And right. that piece of equipment is, a, you know, a very well-pointed, not cheap, not one of these $40 jobbers. We're talking a very good fitness trampoline. So something like uh, Jump Sport, NEDAC, um, it's a couple of the companies that make very good trampolines too. So Diana and I did a lot of work on fitness trampolines, the Jump Sport, with what's called a rebounder. So they're set at angles. So they're, they're tilted at 45 degree angles. And we did a lot of variety of exercises going off those trampolines. I mean, I can, it's easier to show you on video, but um, it's very rigorous. It's plyometric, which is explosive power because when you look at her sport, I mean, her downhill run, I mean, how long does it last, Diana? 25 seconds? Uh, no, uh, it used to. Now they're now for this, which is the age level I'm at, it's anywhere between 45 seconds to probably a minute 10, depending on course length. Okay. okay. So you're talking mm-hmm. very short duration, very short duration. So they have to be ready for, you know, an intense amount of short duration. For oh, a short and the other thing, the other thing, Kevin, can if I bring this up, Diana, that the other thing is when you go to do your run, how many people went before and it changes. Um, the path of, of other people going over the top, then you have to figure out as you go the feel of how to go on top of somebody else's method of uh, what they did with the snow, right? Yeah, and uh, it, I mean, races I go to usually have 110 girls, and I'm somewhere in the mix of either the early 20s or early 30s, yeah. depending on my run. And yeah, those girls yeah. go before me, and they make big ruts. And I have to say, honestly, with the workouts I did, that made me have fast enough feet in order to adapt to those snow conditions. I mean, if I didn't do workouts like that with Kevin, like you said, on the trampoline or other footwork, we used to do drills with ladders, I probably wouldn't have had the, the reaction time that I needed in order to adapt to the snow conditions. So it was, it was great. And then, Kevin, she's having to learn, uh, because it isn't easy, uh, she's having to learn with your help because you do that as a mental training of not taking the surprise of what is going on at the moment under your feet, um, uh, any alarm. You've got to stay cool, calm, and rhythmatic. Am I wrong? Exactly. No. No, you're not wrong at all. And that's where I blend in the martial art training. So the, you know, we would also do some kickboxing. Yeah. And that's, that's the mental focus. Not to mention, when you look at that, you also think about what's called, what we call BRAD, balance, reaction, agility, acceleration, and deceleration, which happens in every mm-hmm. sport. So BRAD mm-hmm. is a very big part of boxing and kickboxing. And it's a, it's a mental programming, too. That's one of the things that... I mean, when you look at any sport, you know, I, I view any sport, there is, a, there is almost a martial art flair to every sport if, if the athlete is extremely and, Yeah, there, there isn't a sport that isn't. There isn't a sport that isn't, no. I don't believe. Yeah. No. I mean, look at, look at Tiger Woods' focus on, 
on putting. You, you, if you don't have focus on putting, you're done. You know, what, what are the, what's the old saying? You know, drive for show, putt for dough. I mean, that, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you look at this about any sport. Her sport, she's got a minute and 10 seconds going down, 45 seconds to a minute and 10 seconds through other people's ruts, uneven surface, you have all this feedback right. coming from your feet, from your, your proprioceptors, from your feet. You have to be ready. I mean, we, we did fitness trampoline work, agility ladder work, footwork drills, anything and everything to basically throw her off balance. Using BOSUs, anything that's going to be uneven, unbalanced. Because when you look at the sport as a whole, or when you look at conditioning as a whole, there's six elements to fitness that happen every day. Push pull, level change, rotation, locomotion, and balance. So when I look at anybody's programming, even if it's general fitness, I want to encompass all those things. Now, at the same time as working all those elements, what you're also building is mental stamina because people are getting confident. When you have somebody going from two feet to one foot and standing on one leg and using a weight or using a medicine ball, what happens is they gain confidence. Hey, I can stand on one leg, no problem. Then you take that one-legged exercise and you have them stand on top of a BOSU. Now that just, that just changed everything. You just, you just took their support away from them. Now you just gave them an uneven surface. Well, that's life. I mean, look at, look at what we're on now. We are in an uncertain, uneven time. So right. challenging the body with uneven surfaces and an unbalanced nature is great for a sports enthusiast, great for a competitor, too, because when they get on a surface that is solid, they're like, wait a second, I can handle this. Or when they, when they get hit with something that's unbalanced, they're well, they don't dare take for granted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, they're, but they're educated. Let's put it that way. They're educated. There you go. When you look at, yeah. when you look at somebody... You know, when you give somebody a bike that hasn't ridden a bike in 20 years, they get they freeze for a second, and then all of a sudden you can see the neural pathway, the flow going. The rhythm oh, comes. I know how yeah. to just the rhythm comes exactly. The rhythm comes back, and they go, "Oh, I get this." Same thing as if Diana's going down the hill. So, Diana, why don't you talk about one of yeah, your Diana, yeah. one of your unique experiences? What what? How about giving us? One of your toughest experiences on the hill. That might be fun. Okay, so tough ex- toughest experience on the hill. I've had definitely a few injuries. Um, I've, I've had a lot of injuries. My hardest one was probably my knee. I uh, tore some ligaments in my knee. Uh, my ACL was completely torn. And I was out in Mount Hood, Oregon, away from cross country for my family. And everything was unknown. And it was right when skiing was really beginning to take off for me. Um, and... It was devastating. I'm not going to lie. It was really, really sad because I, I, I mean, that's a long recovery. That's six to nine months away from your sport that you were just beginning to get the hang of when you first entered it. I mean, yep. I dove head deep into the waters and Happened. I remember being in physical therapy and I couldn't even do a full rotation on the bike. And then I kind of remembered some of the training I did with Kevin. I was like, wow, you know what? I was doing one squat legs on a big BOSU ball that I could have never even dreamt of doing before, and I have to relearn it now, and that was definitely really hard. I would say mm-hmm. I had never done downhill skiing in my life. 
I was in Whistler, Canada. Downhill is probably the fastest event possible. The skis are probably three feet taller than I am, and I'm a 5'7 in height. And my coach looked at me, and he goes, well, you only live once. Might as well try it now. And I was totally scared, yeah. but it was the most fun ride of my life, and it was exhilarating. And it was steep, mm-hmm. and it was fast, but it was, it was fun. Um, and I've, I've had so many experiences like that. So, I mean, those are just some of Diana, my favorite. Diana, tell more. me what you've learned about the mental side, because to me, um, the mental side of everything, everything comes mental first. Well, did you find I would, you were yeah. learning? I was learning resiliency. 100% you were learning, I was learning about resiliency. yourself. You were learning mm-hmm. about yourself, what goes on around you, and how to feel, how to re- feel things you'd never felt before, really. Am I wrong? No, 100%. I, I Things that I probably wouldn't yeah. have learned other other places, or I may have, but I did learn them through through my journey of sports and training. And right. It's crazy. I, uh, I learned how to appreciate the people around me. I learned how to appreciate what Mother Nature there was giving go. us. We had, season, Seven. we had seasons where we didn't have snow, and then we did have snow, so we learned to appreciate what Mother Nature was giving us. Um, uh-huh everything. I learned to appreciate the advice of people around me because when I didn't have it, I realized that I really did need it. Um, have you noticed, there, Diana, that you became a better competitor because, you know, we compete. I compete with what I do all over the world uh, as the founder of a research center. And yep. I keep, it's called in, keeping your intellectual property values secret, but yet the world can see certain things. But you have to learn as an athlete how you mentally compete with yourself first. And then you, yes, you want to be the winner. Yes, you want to be the best. And you look at what other people have done, but you really have to go based on your own mental, what you think is the right way for you to feel. And Kevin, I'm sure, has been teaching you to take that response, that kind of feel, that kind of rhythm to work with it because of the martial arts and what you do with the reaching out away from yourself and learning how to deal with what's going on with how you just handled the martial art mentally uh, with things. That's a good athlete. I don't care who you're, what it is. Yes. You can 100%. compete that way. If you I got think, caught I think up a huge in aspect. beating everybody, you'd probably... You wouldn't emotionally, and Kevin, you can correct me, if she got caught up in competing against every against everybody, but she can compete with herself. And I think that's what young people need to learn to do. Don't you, Diana, that they need in everyday life to compete? I think, the biggest, just with I think the biggest thing to learn is to learn how to reach out and ask for help. It's okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Oh, Diane, I've like always said, all, all my life I'm not smart. Please help. <laughs> and that's Kevin. Kevin, help. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty stubborn. I'm pretty stubborn, and I, I learned that the hard way. But as soon as I did, I realized it was so much easier when I reached out and said, hey, I need help with this, or I need help learning that. And yeah. Kevin was definitely there for all yeah. of those moments. And then you pick up on your what you need out of it. Doesn't mean you're going to go 100%, but you're going to your 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 reaction, your body, thanks to Kevin's training, has been teaching you how to balance all that 
what you need, what you don't need at the moment. You don't need it all at once sometimes, which you're trying to learn. Exactly. But you and learn. That, and that's, and that's on and off the slopes. That's on and that's off the slopes in right. any aspect Diana, of life. Right. Oh, that's right. You know, that's, that's the secret. I, I, like to throw a, I like to throw a quote out there. This is a, this is a quote from the great Bruce Lee. Absorb what is useful, useful throughout the rest. I think we, I yeah. think we all go through life. We all go through life. Now, say that again. Say that again, Kevin. Kevin, say absorb that again. What, absorb what is useful. Throw out the rest. So he yeah. was, urban legend is he was famous for privately teaching somebody. If they couldn't get a technique, he would move on to something else. He's like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work for you. Absorb what is useful. There you, you go. Know? So yeah. absorb what is. And gets, yeah. I mean, his major was philosophy. So. Absorb what is useful. Mm-hmm. I think it takes time mm-hmm. for anybody to admit because you go from being what? You go from being, you know, somebody's child to being an independent. You want to be an independent adult. One of the things you learn that I've learned over these 50-something years on this planet is it's okay to ask for help. It's okay not to know everything. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to go to right. somebody that has more, oh. knowledge, more knowledge than you. And I think that's... Well, Diana, that's Diana, he just told us he's 50. Are you 55? What was that? Uh, Di- no, I is it Kevin, are you 55 years old? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I got a couple, of, I got a couple oh, years ago. Okay, Diana's 19. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Diana, Diana, I'm 78. <laughs> <laughs> And boy, yeah, and my no. parents did a good job, Diana. They always said, you're not quite ready for that. You're not quite ready for that. And I used to think maybe they thought I wasn't smart enough. And all of it, that's why I like aging, Diana. I think I'm going to be smart someday. <laughs> I think you're very smart already. <laughs> Only oh, I can you're be that smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. Um, well, you're smart to have Kevin parents. helping you and you're your father was a very smart man. Exactly. Your, if it wasn't uh, for my parents, I be, wouldn't have met Kevin. Yeah, what it is, it isn't the fact that you'll just be a potential winner, but you'll be healthy as you do it. Healthy in the exactly. mind, healthy with your body as you're doing it. And that is so important, is your health. Exactly. It's always just your, a healthy lifestyle. Healthy aspect. lifestyle. Yeah. And it's I back mean, to quarantine. Quarantine is hard, but... Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. Quarantine's been hard, but staying active has made it, so it hasn't really been much of a change doing it. Mm-hmm. Of course, the safely distancing and all the other stuff, but I mean, staying active, especially mm-hmm. with my family, has been super fun, and it's been, I mean, we've stayed healthy, knock on wood, and it's been, it's been great, so. Yeah, it's building up your immunity strength so that when you, this thing does open up, Kevin, Diana, all of a sudden, everybody's moving, and I've been calling it the Global Health Olympics. In other words, we're all in this together. It's not mm-hmm. any longer you, me, I, you know, it's together. And it's mentally thinking about what is good for your health is going to be important for somebody else's health, too. So, yeah. Well, Sharon, I, but we've got sure, to I think it's... Kevin, we're going to have to take a break real quick. We okay. only do one, Diana. Don't go anywhere. You're doing a good job, and uh, we'll be right back, and I've got to listen to our sponsor once. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. The surface of the eye is 99% water. What is the immunity strength of the organ of the eye? That water. 
If you have dry eye or any complaints, you need a supplement every day for immunity strengthening to slow that evaporation down that causes problems. Always has, always will. We're learning. We'll listen to our sponsor with just a miss. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. We're sitting here today with Kevin Kearns, who's a world trainer and uh, physical condition for all kinds of athletes' backgrounds and warriors out there. And we've got Diana Healy on here today, who's been training for when skiing. Diana, I want to ask you something before we go on, and Kevin, and you get into this again with your physical training and your your life. But wh- where did you grow up as a little girl? Yeah, um, I actually grew up in a small town called Amherst, New Hampshire. And my family actually moved around quite a bit. Um, I was in uh-huh. Amherst, New Hampshire, probably until the second grade. Uh, I went to a school in Nashua, New Hampshire, and then I moved to Boston and back ah. to Nashua. Uh, and okay. actually, I'm now up in Vermont. But I, I grew up competitive racing. I started in Vermont at Stowe. Okay, in Vermont. Okay. Yes. Well, um, yep. and here you are, 19 years old, <laughs> taking very serious about going to the big picture in your life and getting that training, what would you say to young people globally about what's going on with the pandemic and what you've been learning yourself as an athlete, training and taking care of your health for a lot of your life? What would you say to the youth? I would say go outside, do something fun, be active, enjoy this time you have with your family because I've 
definitely had time away from my family that I had to do due to my sport and learning to cherish it when I'm with them now and everyone's health is really important. I think that's something that the youth needs to learn because obviously this is something that's not going away. This is going to be something that we're going to need to learn to deal with. And if we can learn how to live a healthy lifestyle with it and be adaptive to it and learn about the things that we need to, to combat with, I think that's really important. And the youth are going to be the leaders of tomorrow. And I think it's really important that they get to understand that too. Okay. And then have you, what have you learned about immunity strength of your, your uh, thinking about we're talking immune system because of these viruses that are going to go on forever now. They've been there all, in fact, they've been there. We just didn't take it as serious from now on. But what, what have you learned about those words, immunity, strength, in the body? I've learned that they're really, really, really important, more important than I ever knew. When I was young, I always thought, oh, you need to build up your immune system so you're strong and you don't get sick. And then I was always like, oh, I don't want to get a cold. But no, it's, it's more than that. You need to build up your immune system so you can do the things that you love to do and you can stay strong and go outside and breathe healthy air. And it's, uh, it's, it's not almost building up your immune system, but it's living a lifestyle that supports your immune system. Eating there healthy, staying active, all of the above. Right, it is. And how she's an athlete, too. Yeah. So when the body is stronger with the immune system, you're going to be able to um, uh, go out and battle what the body's strengths can handle, right? Exactly, exactly. And and then if you do get sick, your immune system's strong and can fight it off, and then you won't be impacted as hard. There you and go. We won't have as much suffering. I'm going to ask you, and Kevin, you can let you do it again here in a minute, talk to her, but um, I want to ask you how much water you drink, Diana. Oh, that's a great question. Um, When I'm at school, I have a very big, big water bottle. It's purple, um, and I used to keep it in my dorm room, and I believe that was uh, 32 ounces, and I would drink almost two of those a day. Um, And while I'm at Mm -hmm. home, I'm doing the same thing, but with a much smaller water bottle, so I'm filling it up a lot more often. I believe it holds like 24 ounces or something. Okay, because water is the immunity protection of life. Earth works with yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. It's the earth protection. Yeah, it's earth strengthening and human strengthening. And, um, yeah, no, good. My, uh, and then my coaches beat, us in, beat, beat that into us. They were always saying, drink water, drink water. Well, Kevin does too. Kevin d- does that too. Yeah. He yeah. practices yeah, he it does. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Karen, yeah. And then I, think I, I think sometimes people forget or don't realize what's recommended, you know, I mean, I know the old adage was, you know, they used to say that the doctor used to say eight, eight ounce glasses. That's only 64 fluid ounces. That's a half, a, that's, a, that's less than half a gallon, just about a half a gallon. So, I mean, you get water from multiple sources, fruits, vegetables, the whole bit, but we usually push people that's not on. That's the way I eight. look at it. Yeah. We usually push people, yeah. push people on three quarters to a gallon of water a day. And the other thing, Kevin, that we've learned and I've learned in research is when you take serious the water, and remember this, Diana, you've got to drink the whole one glass at a time. And you know why? It has to absorb. No, why? The body body has to make the decisions. If you're only sipping it along the way, it's not absorbing in the same way, Kevin. You've got to take and drink seriously, each glass down. No different than if you watered your plant. 
if you had something you loved as a plant and nurtured that plant. There's nothing better than going out and learning how to garden what the soil is expecting. Your body is identical to that. And immunity strengthening is water always first. It's got, it is. Earth started with it. It'll end with it when there's no water left. The immunity strength is gone. Mm. Kevin has learned that. And then the other one is your diets now, because I studied way back diets and athletes and nutrition way back. And um, what have you learned, Kevin, with helping them with their diet? Do you turn that over to somebody else, or do you work with them on that too? Not, not unless I have to. You know, the good part about Diana and her sister and the Healy family is they prominently healthy most of the time. So mm-hmm. I never had to worry so much about them. You know, we give them little bits and pieces and everything else. You know, I usually I usually push people, I myself, but I, I usually push everybody on anywhere from four to six servings of fruits and vegetables a day, if not more. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I eat vegetables with every meal because you need the enzymes and the vitamins and minerals for the enzymatic reactions in, in your body. That's number one. You know, it's not the thing that I usually try to push on people. It's known as, this is right from Dr. Uh, Dr. Mark Mancola. It's called a, what's called a rotating taxonomy diet. You try not to eat the same thing. As Americans, but I think as human beings in general, what happens is you get into a pattern of eating the same thing day in and day out. Breakfast is the same, lunch is the same, and maybe dinner is different. So if you can eat a rotating Mm -hmm. taxonomy diet, which is more normal from the way we used to eat when we were roaming the plains and our ancestors ate, you know, they ate what was available. Um, you, You look at Chinese medicine, and, and I know you and I have had discussions about this a lot. When you look at Chinese medicine, Chinese medicine is, is a very nutrition-based medicine. It believes using food to heal the body and build up the immune system. And, you know, if you look at Chinese medicine, you're talking about the five elements. You know, water, fire, air, water, and metal in eating with the seasons. All the seasons are different. So I think what ends up happening is if you eat with the seasons, if you eat what's available, I'll give you a good example. One of my favorite foods, and I put it in all my stews, and people always ask how I can make my chicken soup and my beef stew and everything so fast. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let this out there. This is a secret ingredient. My secret ingredient is actually pumpkin. Canned pumpkin. Oh, oh. I put... I, it thickens it's, it thickens the broth, but what people don't realize, and I realized this after reading oh. several books, when you look at pumpkin, pumpkin is a squash, and when you look yes. at pumpkin, pumpkin is it has more it has one cup of pumpkin has the same beta carotene as four cups of carrots, but the thing people oh. don't realize is it ha- it has mm-hmm. alpha carotene. Not be, just beta carotene, right. alpha carotene. That's something completely different. Which would be different. immunity strengthening. It's, there's, there's foods now that we're teaching about immunity strengthening um, that people should add to their diets. Exactly. I, I tell people you should be eating like a rainbow. Don't, don't get in the habit. You know, um. I, I know for a while 
uh, five, ten years ago, people were on greens. Everything was greens. Everything was greens. Everything was greens. And I'm like, well, what about the yeah. orange and yellows and reds? I'm like, what about those? I remember you know, it. Eat, a, eat, eat a variety. You know, eat a variety of vegetables. I never, mm-hmm. until probably ten years ago, I never ate kale. You know, kale used to be something that was a garnish on a plate. Now we make right. kale chips out of it. Or I always tell people, I go, if you don't like kale, I'm telling you, try stir frying, stir frying it with some garlic right. and olive oil. You'll, you'll eat kale every day because it tastes good. Right. So, so that means right. that. So and Diana, that's something else that can be exciting with your training is your diet is vital to your performance. I learned, Kevin, when I was studying that your certain foods you should eat before the performance. But during the performance, there's other foods to eat that are very important to that performance. And that is very important because that pancreas, to shoot out of the pancreas, what you're going to need for what you need at that moment of mental whatever you need, it works. The secret to good athletes is that nutrition, but it's the what you eat to train, it's what you eat away from training, what you eat during performance to prepare is very important to the body's endurance, what it's going to do, how it's going to shoot out what it needs. You know, Sharon, there's a great quote, I don't know who said it, but I don't know if it's a phrase that just got coined, but I remember hearing this for years and years and years. Eat to live, don't live to eat. Yeah. That's simple. Yeah. It's going to become the next medicine, Diana. Yeah. It's going to be the next medicine. I've been studying this for over 40 years with water. Water is my field only. I study the evaporation of the body, and I'm the only one global doing that Um, and living with the evaporation of the atmosphere is vapor. And what is happening there with those organisms to trigger them? And um, what it is is that we we are going to have we're going to learn that food should be prescribed as a particular diet with everything we touch. If it's an, an, something to keep up, now we're going to learn immunity strengthening, the common sense to what is happening there. And athletes, that endurance is an individuality. And and you know, Kevin hears me say this. Other people have heard me say it on the radio too. Uh, Diana, you're going to be surprised, but I, Tom Brady, to me, who just left the Patriots now, gone over to the Buccaneers. Very sad. Anyway, Tom has on me. the field. <laughs> I'm going to go off. <laughs> I just lost my voice. Anyway, Tom has on the field watching all these years. On the field, off the field. On his vacation, you can tell the guy has got it all working on a system. And mm-hmm. his wife does too. They like that. And I noticed the quarterbacks in NFL, I watched them all. And Chip Kelly, who used to be the head coach for the University of Oregon football team. And people used to make fun of Chip, Diana. Oh, teaching him trampoline, teaching him eye <laughs> reflexology. Teaching them ballet, <laughs> teaching them nutrition, teaching them all that stuff. Come on. Well, he <laughs> got an Eisman guy out of it. And a little tiny university over in 
Eugene, Oregon, did very well, thanks to Chip and his progression each year to get him ready for the big finale. Then he goes yeah. off to a bigger team, and they didn't like it. <laughs> they didn't want to train that way. You know, then other pro football. Well, the thing is, is, okay, but he's a secret to what's going on, is that when you go to play in a football game, you can practice those maneuvers, you can practice everything and get it down pat, but all of a sudden there's something that changed for the moment that wasn't quite what you practiced. Right, Diana? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You find that under your feet on the ski slope. So you've got to learn how to mentally be calm, mm-hmm. be in control of your own emotions and rhythm, and pick up like a dancer. Pick up the rhythm. Pick up the rhythm mm. like a good disc jockey does with good rhythm and music. You pick up that with yourself and Kevin has been teaching that with so many things. The way I noticed, Kevin, what you were doing is you're teaching a system, an artful system. And that artful system for people is very important to their performance. But in their health, I've said it to big corporations, you need to have health education and performance training not only on the job, but away from the job when they're home. Because they're training to go back again, right? Exactly. They're training to go back. Yeah, and compete. It's it's very healthy. We're we're a Super Bowl country, right? Exactly. You have to compete in, in sports. And Kevin t- teaches people how to do that. Now, we only have a couple of minutes left, Kevin. Tell us about some other things that you think that the audience would like to hear with Diana. I think some of the biggest things is, you know, Diana, you know, how, how have you kept yourself kind of focused and occupied during these, these pandemic times? How, how was that, how has that worked for you? Yeah, it was, it was definitely a change when I came home, I was at college and I had all these and outdoor activities going on. And then I came home and the East kind of got hit a little harder than where I was originally in Colorado. So the lockdown got taken a little more seriously. Um, I tell you, I jumped on my bike and I just started going all over town and exploring new areas. Uh, Stowe is a little bit more on the rural side than some of the bigger cities, so I had a little more freedom in doing so. But, I mean, even just going outside and doing the same workouts I would do in the gym, but with just my body way out in the front lawn where, when it was sunny, uh, that's been helping keeping me, I think, pretty calm. Um, I'm one of those people, when I stay inside for too long, I get really antsy. So just... Getting outside and doing those kinds of activities, especially with my family, Kevin, we, we, my we only have a we only have a moment left. Kevin, what sure. do you think you'd like to leave the audience with today, real quickly? Well, you know, Sharon, if you don't mind, I'd like to take a little liberty. You know, we we do a workout every morning on Facebook Live, and people people have been very generous donating to us, and we been donating a percentage of the proceeds to the local food pantries. That's one of the things because oh. there's people out there that have nothing uh, in mm-hmm. local food pantries and the homeless. That's one of the things that's been mm-hmm. kind of one of my one of my missions. So, uh, you know, I appreciate everybody that comes online. We'll have up to a hundred people watching us and doing our workouts with us in the morning. Okay, and well, we're out of time. Of it went it went very fast for me, Diana. I want to thank you for coming on today. You tell your thank parents you. I thank said you for hello. Having me. And, I love um, Thank you. 
prayers are with everybody. And Kevin, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing this again today. You are very okay, genuine. I... You care about people. We're out of time. I try. And I'm sorry okay. we, we have to go. We'll, we'll have to do it again sometime, Diana. We will. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody stay safe. You, you be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I want to thank you, audience, for listening today. I think that we learned a lot from Kevin Kearns and Diana Healy. It's a lot to learn out there because everybody has what their lives are and what they need to do. I want to thank you for listening. Put a child's heart in your hands. There's no such thing as a child that's not perfect. And you be well. And think of somebody else's life and health. Bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.